Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to today's Medicinal Monday. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And I'm Dr. Ben. And we're both naturopathic doctors who support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming optimal health through whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. As well as lifestyle medicine, because (laughs) let's face it, food and mindset, oh my gosh, so important. But there's so many aspects of our day-to-day life that can really Uh, change our experience of health moment to moment, day to day. And that leads us to today's topic, which is that cold shower. And we talk about cold showers and hydrotherapy before it was cool. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we being naturopathic doctors, I would say in general, hydrotherapy is a therapeutic modality that is a huge part of traditional naturopathic medicine. And that is, of course, using water, using hydro (laughs) to conduct and direct circulation throughout the body in a favorable way to stimulate the self-healing potential that we all have. Um, So we're going to be talking about really probably the most accessible type of hydrotherapy, which is that cold shower. Because let's face it, anytime we're in a shower, we have an, an incredible opportunity to support our body's self-healing potential. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just talk about what happens in our circulation when we end on cold. Yeah. That's, end a, on that's cold. a good place to start because um, like the, the basic principles of hydrotherapy are using water, specifically the temperature, sh- like shifting temperature of water because water is so thermally conductive, it carries heat very powerfully. So we can use that to the benefit of the body to direct body's response specifically starting with our circulation right yeah so most of us i would think generally take a shower most days nice toasty shower you know we we live in such a luxurious era where most of us have access to hot hot showers on a regular basis and uh most of us just turn the shower off while while it's still hot we get out and dry ourselves out but what happens when we do that is you can actually kind of visualize it sometimes depending on the tone of your skin that when we run this hot water over our body our body self 
regulates with its temperature, thermoregulates. And, and how it does so is it actually brings blood to the surface of the skin so that we can release heat from bringing that blood flow, that hot blood, that warm blood to the surface to let off, release some heat. So we're gonna go a nice toasty shower into our, you know, hopefully it's still a pretty warm bathroom, but many times right. it's it's a colder room. Um, really still what happens is that we're releasing heat, releasing heat, releasing heat, and essentially kind of letting go this vital heat and warmth and energy that could otherwise be directed back into parts of our body that need some more love, attention, energy. And so really Specifically, what we do- what you were talking about, letting go of heat that's because the blood is at the surface of the skin mm -hmm. just to reiterate that point exactly so what we do when we end on cold is we drive the blood circulation back into our deeper organs our vital organs where that freshly circulated and oxygenated blood can then go to really great use in boosting our function of these vital organs that's really where it kind of all stems from. All the magic stems from this shift in our circulatory system, um, which, of course, when we're talking about the cold shower, we're talking about the vital organs receiving that rush of blood. And if we were to direct our hydrotherapy to, say, a cold wrap around your wrist or your ankle or your head, then, of course, you'd be directing the, the hydro or the the the, the blood and the circulation to that specific part of the body. But the cold showers, that general full body, short, intense exposure to cold. And a lot of people have a hard time even thinking about that, especially in the winter time. But the winter time might be the most powerful time to do that for a number of reasons. One of which having to do with the immune system, which let's face it, might get a little bit run down in the wintertime due to a number of things, mainly vitamin D deficiency, maybe less access to fresh nutrient dense produce um, that would otherwise be more widely consumed. So cold exposure during the winter times, think, you know, the Scandinavian climates and countries and Russia, and they've got their They've got their routines, their cultural routines that serve a purpose and are truly beneficial when it comes to optimizing health, especially in the wintertime. Um, a lot of the other benefits that are noteworthy have to do with our metabolism. Specifically, cold water exposure activates brown fat in our body. And brown fat, maybe you know, is kind of the quote unquote good fat, the healthy fat that's more metabolically active. It's brown because it's higher and, and more dense with mitochondria, meaning that it has a greater potential to create cellular energy. So activating brown fat has a, a direct um, way of increasing our basal metabolic rate and increasing our insulin sensitivity, increasing our tolerance to glucose as it's sometimes referred to, which are all really good things and healthy with regard to our optimization of our overall metabolism. Yes. And then other, other, other healthy responses to cold exposure include what are sometimes referred to as eustress or hormesis, eustress, EU stress, EU, like 
European stress, not like European <laughs> stress, but eustress is sometimes referred to as like the good stress, the healthy stress, the kind of controlled, constructive stress physiologically. And it's an interesting body of research and topic to consider how these subtle controlled stressors move the body to respond in a favorable way. And actually hormesis, my understanding is that term, it's, you, can, you can Google it, but hormesis is how the body responds um, to that sort of eustress. And the term hormesis comes from the Latin root horm something, which means move. So what happens is the eustress initiates this inner movement within our physiology to respond in a favorable sort of way. And this eustress is expressed through such things as the activation of heat shock proteins and now cold shock proteins. Heat shock proteins were specific genes that were, of course, discovered in with regard to, to heat exposure, but similar proteins and actually some of the same proteins are also expressed during cold expo exposure. And these proteins have a very protective um, uh, way of supporting our body and in, in adapting to oxidative stress and damage. Um, so of course, in that kind of short-term controlled situation, our body responds favorably. And also our autonomic nervous system. If we think about stress, and we talk about stress a lot and how stress, physiologic stress activates cortisol and adrenaline and our adrenal glands and all of these sort of things that maybe some people have a negative relationship with. Like we need to control that sort of stuff. But again, that eustress, that controlled activation of the adrenal HPA access and of the cortisol, of the adrenaline, then we get out of the shower and our, then we get out of the cold exposure and our body responds in a really favorable way, which is actually um, supporting our, ourselves and our autonomic nervous system and maintaining balance. So it's like, I think of it as if, you know, our body is like, oh yeah, that's stress. I know how to do that. And then we take off the stress and we are relaxed. We're more relaxed. It's almost like going to the gym and having a good workout and building your muscles and getting pumped and swole and, you know, and having that kind of like stress to your body. And then you go and, you know, you sit in a hot tub or something like that. You go and you sit on the couch and you do your, and you have your recovery um, and you allow your parasympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system to regain its resilience and driving our physiology. Yeah, that's great. And do you have anything else to say or do you want me to keep talking? Well, I want you to go on to your next point and then I have something to say, okay. but you're on a roll. So keep going. Thanks. So the other thing that happens with the activation of our eustress and the sympathetic nervous system in this sort of way is that in the short term, once again, our immune system is activated. And this has been studied. Maybe some people are familiar with Wim Hof. And the Wim Hof technique, which actually takes cold exposure and combines some breath work and specifically uh, what we would refer to as sympathetic breathing, which is, again, activation of the sympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system, increasing cortisol, 
increasing epinephrine in this use stress controlled sort of way so that we're increasing the expression of our immune cells in our defense. And Wim Hof has been, um, you know, maybe if, if you don't know who this crazy guy is, he's, he's done this technique and this exposure. And then he gets, I believe, injected with like strep or staph bacteria. And he shows how his immune system is defensive against these <laughs> you know, bloodborne microorganisms. So pretty powerful stuff. And um, that's about, as I can think of it, most of the benefits in a nutshell, except for the, the hormone, like the, our endocrine system as a whole, which all responds, of course, to our autonomic nervous system. So just think about hormone balancing, thyroid, growth hormone, prolactin, reproductive hormones, everything kind of comes back into balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can actually think of one more benefit if we kind of take ourselves back into that shower scenario. And if we were to leave the shower on hot, what also happens is that we leave the pores on our skin wide open and all of our hydration, inner hydration can more easily be evaporated. And so maybe you've experienced this, your skin feels super dry after you get out of the shower. We'll try ending on cold and see if that shifts anything. Because when we do shift to cold, the the pores will close back down really retaining your hydration. And uh, yeah, it might be a totally different experience for you. It certainly has been for me. Um, I know on the rare occasion, I can literally think of sometimes it's usually in the bath. And it's like, Oh, I don't really want to get a you know, so I get out of the bath have a nice Epsom salt bath. And, um, and don't end on cold, and I don't end on cold, or maybe I end on a cold for a little bit, but it's like not quite enough <laughs> to full, you know, it's just a sh- really brief blast. But in any case, um, yeah, some, I, I feel it in my hair and I feel it in my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so really great for your hair and skin for yeah. sure. Yeah. And so now let's talk about how long, yeah. right? That's always the question. Well, how long do you cold for and some practical tips for those people who are like yeah no way (laughs) (laughs) um and i think the answer to the how long is certainly as long as you can tolerate uh and as cold as you can tolerate and i know uh growing up in phoenix arizona i remember the summers there was literally no cold water to be found outside of the freezer you know or refrigerator uh so one tip that I believe stems from Wim Hof himself is he recommends people fill up a bucket with ice and put hole and poke holes in the bucket <laughs> and then hang that bucket over your shower head so that essentially all of the lukewarm water or not quite cold enough water goes through the ice and is kind of um, refrigerated in that short term. So that's, that's one practical tip to get the cold water if you feel like you don't have access to it. Uh, but then once you got the cold water, as long as you can tolerate for uh, as cold as you can tolerate. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing to help mentally also is also to consider, you know, a lot of people do feel that chill when they come out of a hot shower, like, oh, oh I wish I could stay in the hot longer. Right. But what happens when we end on cold and we really push the the blood back into our deep vital organs into the core of our body is that we're retaining our heat inside of our core. Our heat isn't being released 
from the surface of our skin the moment we get out of the shower. So actually, when we think of it rationally in this way, the way to actually feel warmer after a shower is to end on cold, even though it might be kind of scary to think about that. And so true. I also want, I also just want to address um, some limiting beliefs I've heard from some people regarding their constitution saying, oh, "Oh, you know, but, but I'm such a cold constitution or I'm a Vata. You're the one who needs it. Constitution or whatever. Yeah. I've got poor (laughs) circulation. So I, I should, I shouldn't, you know, do anything with cold or cold water. Really. It's like you said, Dr. Ben, when there's circulatory issues, when there's, you know, metabolic issues where you're just running cold all the time, this is exactly the kind of easy thing that we can do to support the circulatory system, the metabolic process of creating energy and creating heat in your body so yeah. that you're not relying on excess uh, sources of heat. You're really you know, cultivating that inner heat, and cultivating that inner heat. There you go. Yeah. And just lean into it. I think that's the, the biggest practical thing for those of you who have a hard time wrapping your head or maybe you've like tiptoed into it, but it's like, no, it really doesn't feel good. Just, just lean into it. And, uh, you know, don't, you know, maybe start with one second, but the other practical thing is when you're in the shower and you got the hot water going and you turn on the cold, what you can do is put the cold water just along your back, just along your spine. Um, and that allows kind of the, the nervous system to get hit. And then that kind of cold exposure kind of spreads throughout the nervous system to the rest of your body. And without really immersing your full body underneath the cold water, some people find that their head is the hardest thing or their face or you know, maybe they're whatever other part of the body. Um, But maybe another thing practically in the shower, like it happens to me all the time, you know, some bumps or bruises or twists and sprains or headaches or stomach aches, you know, whatever sort of vulnerable part of your body. Menstrual cramps. Menstrual cramps. Haven't had them. Super helpful. But but whatever part of your body that is suffering, maybe needing a little bit of extra love and support, uh, you can take your shower head, you know, and kind of put that part of your body underneath the shower so that you can direct the cold water to one specific part of that body, which literally kind of draws the water or draws the water, draws the blood to that part of the body to kind of balance and warm up that part of the body that's getting cold. Yeah. Um so a really good kind of practical strategy there for just managing aches and pains and stuff. I know I like to do that. Uh, but I think it all does start with that kind of mindset shift, knowing that, A, you're doing something, you're doing that hormetic, you stress healthy relationship to uh, a, a little bit of a stressful sort of thing. Um, and B, knowing that when you do get out of the cold shower, all your blood is exactly where it needs to be. And you're cultivating that inner heat. You're supporting the metabolism and your brown fat cell production, um, brown fat energy production. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, and we have, give it a try. Let us know how it how uh, how it goes for you. We have a little testimony here from Ruth saying that I've been doing the cold water at the end of the shower for years. Always has felt great. Yes, yes I agree, Ruth. I really felt as though it was a big contributor. Um, I I'll just always remember my last year of medical school where everyone around me was sick with something and. I wasn't sick. And yes, of course, I was eating a whole food plant-based diet and taking good care of myself and getting plenty of sleep. But doing this cold shower every single day reliably, even in cold, rainy, wet Portland, Oregon, I feel like really made a difference. That which is funny to say, obviously, went to naturopathic medical school where all of our colleagues and students had the same knowledge and understanding, but apparently they weren't putting it into practice quite like Dr. Susanna. I'm sure I'm sure some of them were were doing the cold shower. I'm sure Well you you were saying how they were all coming down with Well they uh, were. So, so uh, we all know, we all know that there's many factors that make up the terrain, right? 100% true. <laughs> 100% true. Yes. Um, but anyway. Thank you guys for joining us for this lovely conversation about cold showers and let us know your feedback, your comments. How has it worked for you? Yeah. And if you want to learn more about hydrotherapy, we recorded an episode way back in 2019 an amazing story of how Ben overcame an acute um, systemic infection with hydrotherapy. It was a pretty big deal. So hydrotherapy hydrotherapy can also be used in very targeted ways to really direct blood flow to to particular parts of the body like we kind of talked about in today's episode. Um, Also on our YouTube channel, we have a little tutorial of how to do our four favorite hydrotherapy at-home treatments. And I think the last announcement I'd like to share is just a reminder about our Thrive on Plants program, which is how we support individuals in really learning all the information and gaining all the skills they need to become their own best healer to really master whole food plant-based eating and just how individuals can receive more long-term support from us to keep them moving towards their health goals as fast as possible. So if you're interested in joining us for that, you can go learn more at alter.health and uh, otherwise we'll be here next week same time same place for another medicinal monday peace and love you guys look forward to seeing you guys next time bye for now